Welcome to Season 2 of Monday Matters Podcast. It's a spiritual segment brought to you by Spirit of Praise Ministry. If you're listening today, that means you've enjoyed this podcast thus far. We ask you to, one, share it with a friend, with somebody else that needs an uplifting moment. And second, please don't forget to subscribe so you could enjoy previous messages and the ones to come. We hope the next few minutes will bring you a message of peace, comfort, and hope to whatever situation you're going through. Have a blessed time, family. It is a joy to join you. Whatever time of day you are listening to this and wherever you're listening to this, I pray that the Lord is with you and I pray that you're in good health. Let's talk to God before we begin. Father, in the name of Jesus, Bless us as we share this motivation, as we share this word for your glory. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. For the next few moments, I am going to speak on the topic, the Lord has caused me to forget. The Lord has caused me to forget. Modern Christianity has perpetuated a great injustice on its followers. Prosperity gospel has somehow seeped into the mindset of many believers. We have been incorrectly taught that upon entering the baptism waters, Upon serving Jesus Christ and making that decision for your life, upon giving up the world and following God, now will be your season to move to the suburbs. Now will be your season to get that promotion. Now will be your time to get an attractive wife or a handsome husband. Now your debts will be erased it. Every day will be Christmas. The rain will never fall and the sun will shine always. It's gotten so bad that when problems come, our first inclination is to give up on God. Our first instinct is to wonder, Lord, where are you? Why aren't you here? Why aren't you removing this situation from my life. I remember as a young child, I, I used to play uh, football. Some call it soccer. And I was the goalkeeper. I had a chance to get a college scholarship. And I had been all city a few years before that. On the first game of my senior year, someone came slamming into my leg And I broke my shin in two. And as I laid there on the ground in my selfish state, in my petty disposition, in my spoiled demeanor, I said to myself, why didn't God prevent this? He knows I'm poor. He knows that a college scholarship would be great. This, in essence, ends my season. Where was God? 
to comfort me when I needed him the most? Where was God to see me through this trial? Why did he allow this difficulty to happen? Oh, I eventually got over it and my life was set on a different path. But I'm here to declare to you today that in the Christian walk, sometimes rain must fall. Jesus himself said, in this world, you will have tribulation. If you are to follow me, you're going to have to take up your cross. The Bible lets us know that the devil is walking about like a roaring lion. And I'm here to let you know, nobody's going to get to glory and say this was easy. Nobody's going to get to glory and say, "Woo, this was so simple to get here. There is a trial that we all must experience. And we experience that trial because we live in a world full of sin. But at the end of that text, when Jesus said, in this world, you will have tribulation. He also says, be of good cheer. For I have overcome the world. Pain is part of it. Pain refines us. Pain teaches us how to depend on God. And pain distinguishes us from thinking that God is Santa Claus or God is a vending machine just waiting to be at our beck and call. There is a sanctifying process when it comes to difficulty in our life. It makes us better, it makes us stronger, and it makes us long for a better day. Let's go to the word to flesh that out a little bit. In the book of Genesis chapter 37 and 39, we find the story of Joseph. Joseph was a beloved member of his family and God had gave him a great gift of dreams. But there is three types of pain that Joseph experienced that maybe you experienced before as well. We find in Genesis 37, the first type of pain that Joseph experienced. He experienced his family turning on him. His brothers who were supposed to mentor him and look out for him, were jealous of him. He had a great gift, and they didn't like it one bit. One day, Joseph went out to give them some food, and he wore his coat that was supposed to only be worn during special ceremonies. They could see him coming from far away because the coat glimmered in the Middle Eastern sun. As he made his way out to his brother's, they conspired to kill him. They hated him so much that murder was the first thing that came to their heart. Eventually, they talked some sense into themselves and they beat him up and put him in a pit. A caravan of Egyptian slave traders passed by and they sold their blood, their brother, a beloved member of their family, into slavery. As Joseph traveled to Egypt, I can only imagine the pain that he was going through. Let me tell you something. You can be hurt by friends. You can be hurt by coworkers. You can even be hurt by a boyfriend or a girlfriend, but nobody can hurt you like your family. Uh, there are people right now who are 40, 50, 60 years old whose life is perfect, except for the fact that years ago 
their family hurt them. When a mother hurts you or a father hurts you, when a sibling does something to injure you, it hurts worse because these are the people who you're supposed to be close to. These are the people that you're supposed to love and cherish. And they were supposed to love and cherish you. And now Joseph was turned on by his family in the hands of slave traders sold into Potiphar's house by his own brothers. Family pain hurts. You may be listening right now. And the thing that's keeping you away from God is the fact that somebody hurts you in your family. So even in church, when they talk about God as our father and Jesus as our elder brother, and we're part of a big family, there is a disconnect because you've been hurt by family before. And Joseph experienced family pain. The second type of pain he experienced, he was lied on. While he was in Potiphar's house, Joseph must have been a good looking guy because Potiphar's wife wanted to sleep with him. Over and over, he turned her down. And one part in Genesis 37, 39, excuse me, he let it be known, how can I do such a thing and sin against God? How in the world can I do this while God is watching me? Make no mistake about it. You can't hide from the eyes of God. And Joseph had integrity. Integrity is what you do behind the scenes. It's your character when no one is looking. He could have slept with her and probably be benefited from it. But instead, he chose to, chose to stand with God. He chose to walk with God. And as he walked with God, he still experienced somebody lying on him. When Potiphar came, she said, he tried to sleep with me. He tried to take advantage of me. Here's Joseph doing the right thing. And now he's about to be punished for doing the right thing. Sure enough, Potiphar threw him in jail because of doing the right thing. Now, I'd like to uh, suggest to you, there's a good chance Potiphar believed Joseph because in those times, if you did something like that, you got killed. But instead, Potiphar just put him in jail. But it was still suffering on Joseph's behalf. Let me tell you something. When you suffer because somebody lies on you, when you suffer because somebody besmirches your name, when a rumor is started about you on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram, when the office email chain is filled with a lie about you, when the, your name is circulating around the church as somebody who is doing something evil, it's not a good feeling. Particularly for Generation X, um, and uh, Generation Z, Generation Y, individuals who are very young, it's not a good feeling when your peer group believes a lie about you. And Joseph had to experience the pain of somebody lying on him. So he was abandoned by his family. He was lied on. But last but not least, Genesis 39 tells us that he was forgotten about. Joseph was placed in jail, and he was there for many years. Uh, someone he worked very closely with had a chance to go before the king, the pharaoh. And Joseph used his gift to help that individual. And he said, listen, man, when you get out, remember me. And sure enough, that individual 
forgot all about him. It is not easy to be forgotten about. Someone listening to this has just begun their lives and you feel like you're all alone because nobody calls you. You call everybody to support them. You call everybody to help them out and, and, and give them advice. But your phone doesn't ring on the holidays. Your phone doesn't ring on birthdays. Your phone doesn't ring when you have a great accomplishment. You live in your one-bedroom apartment all by yourself. Even when you go to church and you're surrounded by hundreds or thousands of people, you feel all alone because nobody remembers you. And that's a very specific pain that Joseph went through. He was abandoned by his brothers. He was lied on and he was forgotten about. And I'm sure someone out there has experienced that before. But there is hope in this text. Uh, something amazing happens. Two times in Genesis 39, while Joseph was experiencing this pain, one time on his way to Potiphar's house and one time on his way to jail, the Bible says, yet the Lord was with Joseph. Now, now, now let's be clear. There was never an instance where Joseph could see that with his senses, with his eyes. He didn't experience it. There was nothing going on in his life that said that God was there. Nothing. But nevertheless, the Bible says the Lord was with him. Uh, as a matter of fact, when he went to Potiphar's house, the Bible says everything he touched flourished. It didn't feel good to Joseph because he was still a slave but, but things were turning for his good. They said when he went to jail, he became the number one prisoner and found favor in the jailer's eyes because the Lord was with Joseph. I challenge you right now, in the middle of your difficulty, in the middle of your pain, take a deep breath and see how you're doing well, even in difficulty. It could be worse, but God is with you. Never mistake Funny, warm feelings as the presence of God. Sometimes God is with you when everything is going down. God is walking with you when it looks like nothing is going your way. He says, when you go through the fire, I'll be there. When you go through the floods, I'll be there. If you make your bed in hell, I'll be there. God was with Joseph, and he was also with you. I'm here to let you know difficulty does not mean the absence of God. When I look back on my life in my darkest times, God was walking with me, even though I was experiencing pain. And not only does God walk with you, eventually he brings you out. My grandmother used to say, I'm so glad trouble don't last always. And so the time came for Joseph to appear before Pharaoh. He appears before Pharaoh and tells Pharaoh the dream that he experienced it. He interpreted it perfectly. Pharaoh, in gratitude, promotes him to number two in Egypt. What if Joseph would have gave up in the midst of his despair? What if he refused to see Pharaoh and just wallowed in self-pity and grief? He never would have experienced the, diff, the, the deliverance of God. But because he held on, because he didn't give up, 
Now Joseph was promoted to number two in Egypt. They put a chain around his neck and a ring over his finger. And now he was running the country. The only person he had to report to was Pharaoh. Don't give up on God. He has not given up on you. And you have no idea what he's preparing you for. If God would let you walk into it scot-free, you'd be entitled. You'd ruin it. But because you've suffered a little while, you're ready. You're prepared. You've gotten stronger and wiser. Your skin is a little thicker. And God is preparing you for great things. Look how much God changed Joseph when his brothers showed up. Uh, listen, I'll be honest with you. At that point in the Bible, that would have been the end of the Bible for me. I would have said, uh, hello, brothers. And the Bible would have said, and Donovan killed his brothers, the end. But instead, Joseph hugged him and cried with him. And he said, you meant this for bad, but God meant it for my good. God had changed his heart. When God brings you out, you don't have a bitter heart anymore. But then lastly, lastly, when Joseph had his first children, he held his first son in the air and named him Manasseh in Hebrew, interpreted as the Lord has caused me to forget all of my trouble. I speak this over your life right now. Soon and very soon, the Lord will cause you to forget all your trouble. If not on this earth, soon he will crack the sky. The Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout. And on that day, on that great day, you will no longer remember what you've been through because the Lord will cause you to forget. Don't be discouraged because you're going through. God has not abandoned you. He's standing with you right now and he will cause you to forget. God bless you and may you have a great rest of your day or evening. Wow, wow, wow. What a message. We hope this podcast thus far is bringing you peace, comfort, and hope for the future. Again, share it with a friend. Share it with somebody. And to you, don't forget to subscribe so you could benefit from previous and upcoming messages. Be blessed.